What's going on, Love Quest Nation? Thank you so much for tuning in to the Love Quest podcast. You know what it is. Tune in, enjoy. Thank you for listening. Amen. Father, we thank you this morning for your loving power, your loving mercy. We thank you that we are alive in such a time as this. Thank you, Father. We could have been born in any time. But you called us and you created us for such a time as this. And because I know I serve an intentional God, I will make sure I turn my intention to your intentions for bringing me to this place at this time. There's no other place more important than this place, this time, this moment, these people, this word, today, right now. No greater place to be than now alive in the midst of your presence for where your presence is there is fullness of joy there is life forevermore and Lord we are so focused in this moment and we say Lord do what only you can do right now in the name of Jesus we thank you that we have ears to hear eyes to see and we lift up all the families and friends and people who have been affected by um, not only the Texas tragedies and the Southern California, but all over the world, the Ukraine, Father, all over the world, families that are being impacted, children that are losing their parents, parents that are losing their children. We lift up our government officials. We lift up the leaders of this world, and Lord, ask that you just send some laborers their way to witness the gospel. We understand, Lord, the world has a system to run, but I also know there's a kingdom with a greater authority, a victorious outcome. You said the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. So in other words, the world is doing what the world is supposed to do. Today, Lord, I pray that your word compels the church to do what it's supposed to do. And we bless you now in Jesus' name. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, please don't be a distraction this morning or I will never talk to you again. Amen. Amen. The Lord is good all the time. Um, I just want to dive into the word this morning. I ask that everyone give the Lord. Um, can we send somebody back here to turn off the heater? Um, no, I feel you, but <clears throat> I'm the one up here got to be comfortable. Amen. I, if you were not here Wednesday, I encourage you to go listen to Wednesday's message. Um, I believe we're in a very crucial time in history, in our generation. And it, it, it's, it's cool to theologically flex every Sunday, I guess, if that's your call. 
and tell people the history and different things. that that's, that's cool. The God who was. And then challenge everyone to go be. But it's hard to be something you can't relate to. And then we flex and talk about the God to come. But I believe a part of why the world is where it is and why there's so many different options to choose from is because we're not clear on the God that is. Right? It seems like the world knows who it is. The Kendrick Lamars, all, these, all, all of our, and I, I mentioned these pop culture uh, icons because that's who our kids, our kids listen to. The, these are, they're making the soundtrack for this culture. And so we need to pay attention and not just shun our culture away. We're called to it, so we better understand it. <clears throat> More than ever, we need sons of Issachar. In the body of Christ, we need sons and daughters who know the signs of the times. That will not be everyone who's called to tap in that way, but everyone will be required to hear and obey. And because of my responsibility, I am seeking God every second. Lord, what do you tell your people when 19 children and teachers get killed? It's not going to stop. Whether it's 19 children, whether it's COVID, whether it's suicide, whether it's mental illness, whether it's missing indigenous people, whether it's we fly over, we, we will fly over reservations and help other continents and drive over our own reservations and leave them with dirty water. Injustice will always happen. Racism will always happen. Prejudice is always going to happen. Sin is sin. That's why if you notice when I prayed for our government leaders, I prayed that someone would go minister the gospel to them. Because the government system will never change. It, it's, it's the system of the world. That's why he says you're in the world. Like you, you're a part of the system, but you're not of it. You're, but you are a kingdom citizen, and you are of that. So I'm in the world, but not of it. Therefore, the hard part is to be in the world and be of the kingdom. And that's what you're fighting for. Wednesday, I dealt. we're too busy to enter the rest of God. We're, we're, we're too entrepreneurial to enter rest. We're, we're, too, we're too social media driven to get a word. There's many voices. There's your flesh. There's the, there's the enemy. There's God's voice. There's your pain. There's your emotions. There's tons of voices. And if we don't pause, how can we do what we're created to do? If you're a child of God, you're created to win souls, make disciples. That's our job. I don't care if you don't have a job in this world but because you're not of it, you always are employed. And when you're a sower and a soul winner, you always have provision. So my job is to seek him. My job is to serve him. My job is to win souls. So even if I get laid off my job, the kingdom and all of its resources will provide for me. But if all my treasures and all my hope and all my attention and my foundation is built on the world, when trouble come and it will, then we crumble. Our emotions is all over the place. I'm up here to speak to you what thus says the Lord today. 
I'm not up here to flex some theological exercise on you. I'm not up here to do no exegesis. I'm not up here to do none of that. I'm not here to try to prove nothing to you today. I'm going to tell you what God is saying to his people today. And I don't come up here and be like, this is what God's saying. It, 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 duh. But, at, but, but when I tell you God is saying this specifically, I need you to be very clear. The reason I'm telling you he's saying this specifically is so you can listen different today. You can listen differently. And that's why it's very dangerous to be a part of churches where you don't hear no prophetic voice. Not in this day. What is God saying? And then it started off with this one question to ask you. What's important? What's really important to you? Nine times out of ten, what's important to God is probably not important to a lot of us. And when I say important, I'm talking about what's urgent. Is winning souls urgent? Is building his church urgent to you? Right, as urgent it is, is to invest in businesses that are of the world, are you investing so that the kingdom can be advanced. If you are a child of God, the kingdom of God should be number one. That should be at the core of all your why. So, let's take a stab at it. Now, I'm telling you what he's saying. I'm trying to lay this out all throughout the day. Both services, I'm trying. Okay. I cannot tell you before I start. I cannot warn you enough to have ears to hear today. Before I go, I just want to drop a bomb in your ear and just let you know. Or I want to confess to you, don't tell me what my God can't do. Right? I'm going to put a praise on it before. I'm going to let praise go in front of what's about to come. See, praise help you hear a little better. Whatever about to be said, God has done it. He will do it, and he's doing it. Don't tell me what my God can't do. He can heal. He can deliver. He can set free. Anybody in here can witness we serve a mighty God. Anybody. A faithful God. So it don't matter what time we're in in the world, in the kingdom, it means something totally different. Darkness in the world, for the kingdom, it means it's time to shine. Darkness in the world could mean to you that God's closer than he's ever been. Okay. All you little young people, take some notes. I know you don't like taking notes unless you're getting a test for something that's going to help you get some money, but I take some notes. Take some notes. You're not going to remember. You're too distracted. I'm trying to tell you. All right. I wrote it down just so you can see my heart, but I hope it's your heart, but I don't want to miss God. Here's, where all, here's my why. Here's, here, here's my why. I don't want to miss God. If, if there's a such thing as time, then there must mean there's, there's got to be something to miss. Well, you, you're supposed to be at, if the game come on today at 5 p.m., if I'm up here at 5 p.m., guess what? I'm going to miss the game. I don't like that. So we're going to have extended worship tonight, at least till halftime of the Eastern Conference Finals. Get them songs ready. 
<laughs> I, don't, I don't know about you and why you live, but I don't want to miss my God. Some of us don't want to miss out. We don't want to die. We don't want to die until we get married. So, so, you know what I'm saying? Some of us don't want to miss out on a spouse. Boy, you, be, you better not miss out on God. You, you better not miss out on God. I can't do it. I know he has. I know he can. I know he will. If this is not for nobody, I just put it up there because this is what I'm, I'm trying to say to encourage myself. I know he has, I know he can, I know he will. These are things that when you see young people, I know for, for some Canadians, it's, it's what's, I, I was seeing people write comments and like, oh, when the gun's going to stop? It's guns here. It's homicide here. Right? The worst that can happen here is you be passive and act like your poop don't stink. Like no evil here. No, stop. It's crazy here. I, I, I just appreciate where I'm from because at least it's out in the open. Right? Folks snort a lot of coke here. There's prostitution here. Just go to Park Hotel. You'll see them in the hallways. Right? It, it's, it's, it's heroin here. It's stabbings here. It, it, it's everywhere. Yeah, gun violence is crazy in the States. Absolutely. But don't let borders fool your imagination. You're a part of it, right? We don't mind them in movies. Amen. Every time you go pay for a movie with guns, violence in it, you're supporting guns. Amen. I know that's silly. Amen. Amen. So if you don't like guns that much, stop watching. But that's no movies, huh? You can watch the Ten Commandments if you want to. <laughs> Good luck with that one. I want to see a new, a, a new day Ten Commandments, though. With, with the, you know what I'm saying? Replace some of the weapons and do all that. Yeah, amen. What God gave me is, is let it shine. And, and, and this message is evolving from Wednesday. Let it shine. The return to holy. The return to holy. Please listen. The return to holy, let it shine. I, I looked at those children, I'm watching what's happening in the States, and I grew up around this stuff, and people were, when is it going to stop? Never. See, when you're of the world, you need the world to change. But when you're not of the world, you need you to change. The world is doing what it's supposed to do. And the Bible said when you see these signs, understand it's only the beginning. Of what? It getting worse. Let it shine. I'm like, God, what, what are you asking from your church since we're the ones with the way, truth, and the life? What's our responsibility in this? Guide me, Lord. Genesis 7. Let's dive in. So if you was here Wednesday, I'm still going to get to some of the other stuff, but this thing is evolving. And the Lord said to Noah, come with all your household into the ark. Come with all your household into the what? 
ark. Come with what? All your who? Household. That's why you got to get your family right. You can't run from your family. You can't run from your household. You have a responsibility to be the light for your family. It's very selfish to have found the bread and not share it with your household. Come with all your what? Into the what? For I have seen you to be righteous, upright, and in right standing before me in this generation. I want you to see. I want you to see. Now in the New, Te- New, New, New Day believer, New Testament believer, you have been found upright because of Jesus Christ. You have to see these four words. I have seen you. As much as you are trying to be seen by everybody else, the Lord says, I see you. You have been seen. <laughs> For in seven days, I will cause it to what? Rain. Y'all better follow me. If you've been in Love Quest for a while, you will see some things that God has been speaking to us for a long time. That's why we've come to this point. Take heed. For in seven days I will cause it to rain upon the earth 40 days and what? 40 nights. It sounds like a run of rain. Sounds like a streak of rain. It sounds like there's some raining happening. And every living substance and thing that I have made, I will what? Destroy, blot out, and wipe away from the face of the earth. Now, you need to see something here. Okay, this is Old Testament. So God judged the land. We're New Testament. So then I have to ask myself, what does this mean today? Father, what is, what is on your heart when we read this scripture today? Understand this. The world and sin has already been judged. <laughs> but there's a people that are entering the ark or in the ark. And then I see, I don't know, there's been a word over Love Quest about King Tide. For 2022, that's the word for us. There was a prophetic word hit this house about a King Tide coming and so forth and so forth. I will cause it to what? Rain 40 days, 40 nights. And Noah did, Noah did, Noah did everything God said. Noah did all, not some of it. He didn't negotiate. He said, as crazy as this sounds, I'm going to do everything you're telling me to say, to do. Okay? In the 600. In the year 600 of Noah's life, in the 17th day of the second month, that same day, all the fountains of the great deep were broken up and burst forth. Sounds like a king tide to me. Sounds like a flood to me. And the windows and the floodgates of the heavens were open. Pause. We've been given all kind of prophetic words about the floodgates opening, bursting in this house, king tide in this house. This has been consistent words over the last two years plus. Anybody can say amen, attest to that. You've heard prophets, you've heard prophetic words, you've heard the recordings over and over and over again. 
Okay. And they went into the ark with who? Noah. Two and two of all flesh in which there were the breath and spirit of life. And they that entered, whoever entered, those that entered the what? Male and female of all flesh went in as God had commanded. I'm trying to tell y'all, the Lord is speaking very specifically to us. And the Lord shut him in and closed the door round about him. It's very important. The Lord shut the door. Very important. This is very important, Love Quest, that in the context of all the words that we've been getting, the Lord has said, I'm done talking. I've given instructions. I've showed you the way. I've prepared you. Now I am I am repositioning myself from in front of you to behind you. I may not get to that scripture yet, but remember, he repositioned himself from the children of Israel of being in front of them to behind them. And if God removes himself from in front of you to behind you, there's a couple things taking place. He's saying the time to move forward is now, but I'm also between you and your enemy. So no matter what difficult times you are facing, I have to reposition myself. So even if you look backwards, all you're going to see is me, not your enemy. Stay focused. And they, they that enter said, the Lord shut him in. The Lord, those that entered. Here's the, here's the unfortunate part. Not everyone is going to enter. Some people got their own arcs they've built. Your children, your insurance plan, your finances, your husband, your wife. That's your ark. Your job, your status, your looks. That, that's your ark. The Lord said, whoever enters the ark that I have built. I want you to understand. The flood, the king tide prophesied to us at the same time. You remember there was literally a king tide that destroyed some stuff. So what it means to the world does not mean the same thing to the kingdom of God. Follow. The Lord says, choose ye this day. I have been speaking. The door is shutting. Which side of the door will you be on? No, this is the, the, the you will you will see there's times that just this is not an old testament word. This is God speaking to his children. Okay. The, the, the difference is the same way the ark was to Noah, his family, those animals, and his friends, is the same thing Jesus is. But we're entering into a flood. That it's requiring you to be in Jesus like never before. The, the season for negotiating with God has to cease. 
be foolish on the side of obedience. I have been speaking. I ain't talking about me. I'm, I'm writing out how God gave it to me. The door is shutting. Which side of the door will you be on is a question from him to his children. Listen very closely. The blessing that is coming. We, you know, we, we danced over this. We, this. Today's message is not saying, oh, God changed his mind. No, the, the Lord is saying it's time And here's a position and a posture that you need to be in. Because the king tied, I promise you, there's going to be another one that's coming and it has destruction power in it. Which side are you going to be in on when the flood comes? The blessing that is coming is to sustain the sons and the daughters in the midst of the flood coming upon the world. Now, listen, I am not, this is, I want you to see some. I want to make sure, is this my next slide? Yes. It's, we're not talking about God is about to curse and judge the world. We're talking about the fruit of sin. The world has been cursed. The world has been judged. The world has been separated from God. God don't have to lift another hand or finger on the world. It's ran by a cursed being. The devil, the God of this world, the Bible calls him. God is not out here judging in the way we, we put it out there. Like he's mad at everybody. What we see is a result of sin. And if it was gonna change, then Jesus didn't need to die. The only way it's going to change until we die, Jesus returns, and then that whole process happens. The world is going to be the world. You can't move to another part of the world to escape the world. You can go to space. You can go wherever you want to go. You can't escape the judgment and the finality. call ourselves we trying to extend our lives looking a hot mess we trying to get 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 more plastic to make us look I don't care you can be 150 years old dead with no wrinkles on your forehead I don't care how much plastic you have you're gonna die one day and you're gonna be mad when you get your glorified body Ain't none of that plastic going to be there. We're doing all kinds of stuff to be God, run from God, avoid God, and we can't run from it. The more we try to run from it, we destroy the very thing he gave us to steward. But to the church, The blessing that is coming, you find this in the word when he said, look, hey, that dream means uh, for these next seven years, you're about to blow up. But it's because the seven years after the seven years, you're going to need what you're about to get. So I'm telling you, this blessing ain't, oh, I'm about to get my dream house. Praise God if you get it. But the stuff and the tables and the doors and the businesses, the prosperity that's about to come on the church is so that the church can sustain through this flood. 
So when you see things happening and you hear people saying, oh, if God loved us. No, let me tell you something. What we're seeing is the fruit of sin. A young man will go into school and shoot up 17 young people. Yeah, we could talk about guns. But yes, there needs to be laws. There needs to be something done around it. But no law is going to stop the fruit of sin. Right? You say, I can't get in the club until I'm 21 or buy alcohol. I'll get a fake ID. Like, if I want to kill somebody, I'm going to kill somebody. Whether you strangle them, whether you hit them with a bat. We're in this world. What the moment means for the world isn't the same meaning for the kingdom of God. That cloud by day and fire by night was to lead and protect. So what led the children of Israel blinded Egypt. (laughs) Same cloud, different purpose. Same, same storm, different purpose. Same king tide, same world, different purpose. I'm blessed, and you, you suffering. We're the light of the world. And that's why you're messing up trying to be the world. Because when the world get the results of its sin, guess what? It's going to fall on you. He, Psalm 91 is all about those that hide themselves in the Almighty. You can't go in the crack house and say, God, come get me when all hell break loose. You walked in, walk out. (laughs) What we're talking about today is the position is sonship and the posture is holiness. Or vice versa. The position is holiness. The posture is sonship. Where we're heading, the Lord is saying it's time to be what I called you to be. No excuses. Here's the blessing. For some people, this is, by the end of this, it's going to be very weighty. But it's beautiful when God take, trims all the fat off. You know what I mean? Just, just, let's just get straight to the steak. I don't want to have to cut no no fat off and put it to the side of the plate. I paid $80 for that steak, but I can't eat that part just so it could be more flavorful. Mm -mm. Thank you, Lord, that you are speaking to your children. Revelations 3. He who is able to hear. Oh, we from the beginning to the end. We Genesis, we Revelations, we skipping around this thing. He who is able to what? Hear. He who is able to what? Hear. One more time. He who is able to what? Hear. Let him what? Listen to and what? Heed what the Holy Spirit says to the assemblies, the churches. God is speaking to his church in the last days. Do we act like God still talks? And the angel messenger of the assembly church in Philadelphia writes, I love the city of brotherly love. (laughs) These are the words of the what? Come on. The who? Holy one. So there's a holy God talking. The true one. He 
who has the key of David. Davidic household here. Davidic household here. Okay? He who opens and no one shall shut. And he who shuts and no one shall what? Open. I put this here to let you know God does shut doors. So when we talking blessing, 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 king, tide, other open heaven, no, God shuts doors. Hey, shut door, praise him over shut doors. See, we got to share God accurately. He opens and he what? Shuts doors. So when I'm here telling you that he's shutting the door, I didn't say he's kicking you out of heaven. But what I'm telling you, he's shutting the door on your ability to partake in the inheritance in the midst of a flood. There's many scriptures that says if you live this way, live this way, live this way, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. It's not telling you you won't go to heaven. The way you get to heaven is you believe that he is your Lord. You accept him as your Lord and Savior. But if you live certain ways, guess what? You don't inherit heaven on earth the same way as a son and daughter that is obedient does. These are the words. As I said Wednesday, there's an urgency to reprioritize our urgencies. What is urgent to you? For some of you, that career is urgent. For some of you, it's urgent for you to let your spouse know you disappointed me. You, oh my God, if you, that's urgent to you to let people know how you feel. Uh. What have you made so urgent? For some of you, you want to please your parents to the point of it hurting your happiness. So you taking up stuff in school that, that just going to please people. Ain't even what you want to do. What the heck? We ain't got time like that. The door is shutting. Take all that, take, take the pressure off of you to be what somebody or something, even your own mind has told you you are supposed to be. Your friends is this and your friends is that. So if you ain't that and your life don't align like your friends and your diploma, then somehow you failing. First of all, my success off bat is based on who I'm connected to. My, my, self, my victory ain't even because of something I'm doing. It's who I'm connected to. Do not fall in the rabbit hole of trying to keep up. There's an urgency to reprioritize our urgencies. There's a call back to holiness. Oh, man. Oh, man. There's a call back to holiness. I'm going to help you this morning and tonight. There's a call back to holiness, church. We have to stop playing around, church. All the world, the world ain't still doing what it's doing all because of the devil. World's also doing because it's some, it's some of y'all not shining your light. You as confused, as depressed, as divorced, as anxious, all that. We, we, you, you are placed in the, in, in the place you're in, but no light shining. Right? Your children are watching a contradiction. 
They see you one day, hallelujah, at church. But at home, they see you and mama and daddy ain't really, you know what I mean? And then you want them to follow Jesus. You know, Rick Ross is faithful. Drake is faithful. Lil Wayne faithful. He tattooed up. And they're prospering off their faithfulness to the world. Where's your fruit? Oh, somehow we don't, God don't want to prosper us because we take the humble route. We, you know, it's all about Jesus. No, we're in the world. We're not of it. There's a call back to holiness, church. And wherever God is about to promote you and put you, whatever seats he's about to put you in, the true test is going to be, can you not conform? Can you be courageous? Can you be bold? Can you still shout, shout when you get rich like you did when you was broke? And it, but, but I need to help you here. Holiness is not merely about abstinence, celibacy, and purity. We've made being holy about wearing turtlenecks and, 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 and socks and long dresses. We made holiness about no makeup and wearing dresses, no pants. And we made holiness about not listening to secular music. We made, we've made holiness about works. <laughs> Listen to 30 seconds of some secular music. You need to go repent. And this is why we've made it hard for people to enter the kingdom of God. Because how do I come back after giving it up, after losing my virginity? God don't want me. God ain't walking around making people feel dirty. The church is. The dirtiest people making people feel dirty. Yeah. Holiness is not merely about abstinence, celibacy, and purity. Holiness is about walking in his goodness, his power, his glory, and his mercy. Why the siren on there is because it's urgent. What do the siren mean? It's urgent. Sirene, come on. <laughs> Holiness is walking in his goodness, in his power, in his glory, and in his energy. His energy, his ability, his efficiency, his might. You could do this with your, with your new era ball cap on and your pants sagging. You, you can walk like this and be anointed, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you know what I'm saying? What, what does holy look like? You don't need a collar on to be holy. A whole, we've proven. That's why God allows these things. Folks with collars have hurt some of, some of the most, most people. You got your little collar on and your long little cross in your side pocket and all of that. And you little pervert. (laughs) 
So we see a collar and we see a steeple. We got people walking by churches. I know I was growing up. We'd be smoking. As soon as you come by, walk, driving by the church, hey, bro, put that down, put that down. Like Jesus on the front porch, like, put that down. <laughs> Riding around with no license, smoking weed, talking about put the weed down, we driving by the church. Turn the music down, turn the music down. Trying to be holy. What, what can be holy? Our time, space, objects, and people. All can become holy if they belong to God. Here is the key to holy, is allowing yourself to belong to God. Living every day in his hands, in his heart. Surrender to his spirit, to his voice. Holy. Holy refers to God and what belongs to God. Don't don't miss it today, you guys. Don't miss it today. He's calling us back to belonging. He's calling us back to sonship. He's calling us back to love. He's calling us back to holy. He's calling us back home. He's calling us back to his presence. We do not thrive outside of his presence the same way we do in his presence. Holy, holy. This is why it's important to be a part of church that and give your time to church that stewards his presence, that makes space and time for his presence. You are holy. You were made from holy. You were made to be holy, and you're being called back to holy. Say, I'm holy. You know, folks, oh, you think you holier than thou. Amen, amen. I'm not holier than you. I'm just holy. <laughs> he's calling us back to, to say he's calling us back to holiness. He's calling us back to glory. He's calling us back to the upward life, the higher calling. 1 Peter 1. So then, prepare your hearts and minds for action. Stay alert and fix your hope firmly on the marvelous grace that is coming to you. What did he say? There's a grace coming to you. There's a grace, and look for, for wherever Jesus Christ is unveiled, a greater measure of grace will be released to you. Wherever Jesus is unveiled, wh whoever walks around allowing the light of Jesus to shine in their lives, not saying the right Christian words, but living the life, greater measure of grace can be entrusted in that person's life. The anointing increases. The power increases. The influence widens. As God's obedient children never again shape your lives by the desires that you followed when you didn't know better. No, after today, no excuse. 
He said, you could act a fool because you didn't know better. After today, and especially you've been going to this church for a little while, you know better. You know better. This is one of those today. The Lord is going to say, don't tell me you didn't know. You tell your kids that. You come to the point you keep telling your kids something over, 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 over again. And then you're like, all right. That's how I got a burn on my chest. Had to be rushed to San Francisco Hospital. Third degree burn. That's how I busted my head. Because my mom was, boy, stay away from me. Boy, you going Okay, Terrence. Guess what? It wasn't my mom judged me. It was the result of my disobedience. I didn't stay under her covering. And to stay under God's covering is to stay under his word. He said, instead, shape your lives to become like the holy. Shape your lives to become like the holy one who called you. Listen, for scripture says you are to be holy because I am holy. So you can't be a son and not holy. You you can't be a child of God and not holy. Holy is in your DNA. You've been set apart. You are a living epistle. You are a reflection of his goodness. That's why he said don't put that lampshade over you. Stop apologizing you unique and anointed and different. Stop apologizing your whole family anointed. You know your whole family going to walk in. I love seeing families walk in together. They anointed. Everywhere you go, the whole, it ain't, you ain't got some little, the, the parents is anointed, and then the kids walk in all lame and just all jacked up and be like, no, the whole family anointed. Raise your kids not to dim their light. Stand up tall. Own the glory that's on you. So I remember going to the basketball game, my son's basketball game, and we walked in, and it was on a Sunday. I had to catch a game in between, in between services, and uh, so I was wearing my church clothes. And I went there and bought a little granola bar or something, and the lady was like, what are you guys here for? I'm like, here to watch my son play basketball. Oh, you guys, we haven't seen anyone walk in here that looks like that. You know, because a part of you was like, even Dylan was out here because my son played, played a couple games today. And I was like, I, I need to go catch one of those games in between services. So he was like, so you're going you gonna to change clothes? I'm like, nah. I'm just going to go let my light shine. Not that my light can't shine in sweatpants and a dingy T-shirt and a toque. But. Walk in. And if the only seat is across the gym. And it'd be like, well, I caught you looking at me. I caught you looking at me. <laughs> Double take. I'm telling you. Look at what he says. But you are a chosen race. I want you to see Race. Race. Together, we don't care the, I don't care, care of the nationalities, the ethnicities. 
in him we are a race. We are a people. We are a royal priesthood. Listen, here's holy, a dedicated nation. There's other translations say you are a holy nation. We are dedicated. We, we are dedicated. We different. We set apart. Act like it. You are a sign, not the destination, but if the sign leaning, if the stop sign ain't there, if you're not sure of the signals, it causes car accidents. You can't afford to live where you live and be where you are with your sign only up at church. Everybody sign up at church. <laughs> we, we don't need all the stop signs in the neighborhood at one block. Some of y'all have a slow down sign ministry. Some of y'all got a stop ministry. Some of y'all got a U-turn ministry sign. Some of y'all ain't ready yet, so you're just a through street. Keep going. Some of y'all not a through street. But you are a sign, and you should be posted every day. Instead of posting, you... Sugar con. Yeah. God's own purchased... Special people, that you may set forth the wonderful deeds and display the virtues and perfections, that you may <laughs> set forth, display, display, that you may be a display. The virtues and perfections of him who called you. You are a display of him. You are a display of him. Who was called out of this darkness. So if the darkness could change, then we, we need, didn't need to be called out of it. Just change the darkness. But we're called out of it into his marvelous light. First Peter 2 says, verse 11, Beloved, I implore you as aliens and strangers and exiles in this world, in this world to abstain from sensual urges, the evil desires, the passions of the flesh, your lower nature. Listen, that wage war against your soul. Amen. I've been looking at all the words God has been giving us, Elder John. And, you know, I, I try as close as possible to be led. Every message I come up here is not something I just felt like, oh, I saw this. Another church was preaching it. So let, no, this is not the time to do trendy messages. And it may not be a time to do series. Because as quick as the world changing, God needs a word for that shift. Hmm. Remember, he was talking about self-control on Wednesday nights. He's talking about being filled with the Spirit. Talking about, you know, that, you know, I remember how we just quickly over the last few weeks, he, he threw us into just this urgency about lust. Warning us about some of your, some of your, your lust and the flesh is rising up. And he's been warning us and, and, and it's making sense now that he's, he's, he, the door is closing. I've been there in my life where he says, son, 
I'm not going any further with you. It didn't mean he was leaving me as much as he meant legally you should be reaping some fruit from these actions. But because of my grace and mercy, it ain't touched you to the measure it could. But if you keep going, then the fruit of your sin will catch up with you. The fruit of your ignoring God, the fruit of your trying to please man, you will eat the fruit of it and we're at that point. God has been very gracious with us. He's been speaking over several years. And he's beefed us up to take a word like this because he did nothing but promised us what he's going to do for the good. So now he's saying it's time to enter the ark and I will close the door around you. It's not to shut people out as much as it's to shut you in. Isaiah 6 says, and one cried to another and said, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. I'm here to tell you, you are a product of his. The whole earth is full of his glory. Why? You here. His children are here. You got to act like glory. You got to wear glory. Prepare for an outbreak of glory. Prepare for an outbreak of glory. Can we go further? Can we go deeper? Prepare for an outbreak of glory. Say, let it shine. God is not just calling us to like ministry and purpose. He's calling us to him. Let's stop pursuing God for purpose but ignoring the true purpose. You were created for him. He's calling us back to purpose, back to presence, back to glory. We're too restless for the blessing to rest on us. We're too restless. We're too anxious. We're, we're just too worried about what's next instead of worried about what is. What is, he is. He is faithful. He is strong. He is mighty. He loves me. He sees me. He desires me. He bless me. We are, we are returning to the former glory now. Revelations 4. Oh, Lord, help us. Holy Spirit. Lean in, lean in. Don't lean back, lean in. That's the remix. Lean in, lean in. Behold, I will send you Elijah, the prophet, before the great and terrible day of the Lord comes. And we understand John the Baptist carried the spirit of Elijah. We understand as a whole when it comes to Jesus Christ. There is a, the same spirit rising up in the latter-day church, in the church of Jesus Christ. There's this prophetic. This is why Jezebel is running rapid in any prophetic house. Because she is trying to shut the mouth of the prophets. She is trying to stop any word. She want, she, Jezebel don't mind us learning about historical Jesus. She don't mind us learning about who was and who's to come. What she's worried about is us knowing who is. Behold. 
And he shall turn and reconcile here. I want you to understand. He shall turn and reconcile the hearts of the estranged fathers. Sorry about this. I forgot to uh, change this revelation up there. That is Malachi. Okay? That's Malachi. The hearts of the fathers to the ungodly children and the hearts of the rebellious children to the piety of their fathers. Listen, a reconciliation produced by repentance of the ungodly. Hold up, we automatically think the ungodly is the world. <laughs> the ungodly is them sinners out there. It's like if you just fool with God, you can still sin. At least you got God, just do that in him. Yeah, yeah, no. Listen, he tells you in the last book here, he tells you there is going to be a revival. There is going to be a huge turnaround. And who's returning is sons and daughters. And this will be a, a, a revival of all nations reconciling. And that reconciliation is produced by what? Repentance. Humbling yourselves, turning back to the Father, turning back to glory, turning back to his goodness, his mercy. Stop getting high and satisfied off of mammon. Sensual desire, sex, and, 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 and all these other things that gratify our flesh. He says we have to turn. <laughs> he says, lest I come and smite the land with a curse and a ban of utter destruction. Revelations 4. Here we go. After this I looked, and behold. Revelations 4. After this I looked, and behold, a door standing open in heaven. Open heaven. We standing under an open heaven. Hallelujah. Open heavens come with responsibility. (laughs) And the first voice which I had heard addressing me like the calling of a war trumpet. So God's voice is not just merely this, come home. No, no, there's, there's war being waged. You prospering in the midst of darkness is war. A war trumpet said, come up here. The Lord is calling us up. No, no, no. He's not calling us out. He's calling us up. You know, we say there's going to be a break out. No, there's about to be a break up. There's about to be a break up. Some stuff you're going to have to what? Break up with. You got to break up with that insecurity, break up with that poverty mindset, break up with that fear, because we about to go up. Say it's going up. And I will show you what must take place in the future. Hey, I have to go up if I want to hear. Some of y'all trying to hear God where you are. He's calling you up. I can't hear God. Yeah, because he's broke up with where you are. The brook has dried. You may not be done with where you are, but God is. 
At once I came under the Holy Spirit's power. And behold, a throne stood in heaven. I want you you to see this word, a throne. With one seated on the throne, 24 other thrones surrounded the throne. 24, the, the 12 apostles, the 12 tribes. This is these 24 represent God's authority, but also God's priesthood. And seated on these thrones were 24 elders, the members of the heavenly Sanhedrin. Arrayed in white clothing with crowns of gold upon their heads. Out from the what? Throne. You notice the central focus is the throne. Out from the throne. This is why why you get the enemy goes before. I heard you. He goes before always to pervert what's to come. So you get a Jay-Z and a Yeezy creating an album saying what? Watch the throne. You always will get counterfeits going before. That's why you can't just ignore culture. Let me, let me, if, you ain't, if you don't understand some of culture, you can't be effective prophetically. Not telling you be of the world. But out from the throne came flashes of lightning and rumblings and and peals of of thunder. And in front of the throne, seven blazing torches burned, which are the seven spirits of God. The sevenfold Holy Spirit. It's very important. This is what we dealt with in, in, I think, on Wednesday night when we were dealing with the Holy Spirit. Very important. A little plug. Wednesday nights is good for you. If you're going on a championship run, you practice more than other people. This ain't the season to be on vacation from church. Don't say Love Quest is your church home, but not all of it. How's something going to be your home when you're only there on Sunday? Amen. Out from the throne. Just say Love Quest, your hotel. Just say Love Quest, your hotel. Amen. That's the hotel I go to. That's the hotel I go to. That's the Airbnb, that Airbnb, H-E-I-R-B-N-B. That's what, that's what it is for you, amen. All right, look, stay focused, stay focused, stay focused, stop. The seven spirits of God is very important. The sevenfold Holy Spirit is the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of power, the spirit of knowledge, and the spirit of the fear of God. You better hear what I'm about to say to you. Number seven is the most vital one. We have lost the awe of God. We don't fear God at all. We fear the results of being punished for our sin. We mad we got caught. We saying, sorry, God, we, in a, in, we, we got here, but we don't fear reverence God. And here's one of the fruit. Here's something. When you full of the Holy Ghost, he leads you to reverencing God. You don't live any kind of way. You can't accomplish holy without accomplishing lead. The spirit of the fear of the Lord. The spirit of the fear of the Lord. Revelations 4. And in front of the what? 
throne. We're back at the throne. There was also what looked like a transparent glassy sea as if a crystal. It's very, very clear here that we are to reflect the image. When we see him, we see us. Like, like, like Jesus said, when you see me, you see the Father. Right? Revelations is not scary stuff. It's revelation of Jesus. Okay? So when you, what you see here is the church, the body, we should reflect his glory if we're at his throne. <laughs> and around the throne, in the center at each side of the throne were four living creature beings who were full of eyes in front and behind with intelligence as to what is before and at the rear of them. Calm, calm down, stay there. This is very important that what we should be in the world is, number one, we should reflect his glory. Number two, we should know who he is and what he's doing. I didn't say you're going to figure, you'll never figure God out. (laughs) But what these eyes represent is intelligence. His created creatures having intelligence it says what is before and at the rear of them there is the sons there is a knowing of what God is doing up to leading us where we're going we this world should not go without being led they're looking that's why we got palm readers we got witches we got all kinds of people to try we have mediums we got mediums. As soon as a prophet get a TV show, he. How's a medium keeping the TV show? Clearly, there's people trying to figure things out. <laughs> Full of eyes in front and behind. Are you spiritually intelligent? I know, I know you got some theology in you in the Bible school, but are you spiritual? Are you emotional? Are you spiritually intelligent? You can't be independent spirit and intelligent because that's ignorance. Yeah, you, you can't be the hanging, you can't be the baby toe out the high heels after the club call, talking about you a part of the foot. No, you're you trying to leave the body. Them heels is too small. <laughs> Last pair. <laughs> Got them LPs, amen. <laughs> come back, come back, come back. I'm coming back. <laughs> come on, we always, we always going to land this thing. We always going to land this thing. I, there's no way I can get through all this to th- this, this morning. Um, we're at a good place. If you fill with the Spirit, led by the Spirit, if you walk in the holiness, if you walk with the Lord, there is an intelligence that education can't buy. Let me help you. This world does not need diplomas right now. They need sons and daughters who are connected to the vine. Yeah, you, we need diplomas to get jobs. Sure, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Sure. For some people, 
But you also need to know the Lord because he opens doors that no man can shut. Right? And the Lord will open a door for you to start working and get, get pay, education paid for while you work. Listen. And the four living creatures individually having six wings were full of eyes all over and within. Within they could see and without they could see and around them they could see. It is not God's will that you walk around an ignorant son and daughter. It's too, can you ready for this? It's too many of y'all Christians don't know. We're full of eyes all over them, underneath their wings. And day and night, this is important. They would never stop saying. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and who is and who is to come. They never stop worshiping. They never stop praising the Lord. These four creatures was ox, but like an ox, shall it say, like a lion, the face of a man, like a flying eagle. Something very interesting, and I promise I will not park here. And if, I don't, if, if you don't get it in Revelation, then go figure it out. But the, all of them was like except the face of a man. Now, I didn't paraphrase it. You go look at it. It said, it said like, like, then the face of a man like a flying eagle. All of them was like, but then the man, the face of the man was at the face of God. Back where he started. When the Lord, he spoke and there was. But when it came to man, the little Bible said he breathed in our nostrils. He created us face to face and it's going to end face to face. He's calling us back to his face. Get out his hand. Oh, we want his hand. We, Lord, where your hand at? Where your hand at, Lord? Find his face. Ain't it funny? You can know where my hand is, but not my face. But if you find my face, you can always know where my hand is. <laughs> the 24 elders, the members of the heavenly Sanhedrin, fall prostrate before him who is sitting on the throne. And they worship him who lives forever and ever. This is very important. They throw down their crowns. They throw down their egos. They throw down their gifts. They throw down their pride at his feet. It is time for you to throw everything that you think makes you down at his feet. Crying out, worthy are you. Our Lord and God to receive the glory and the honor and dominion for you created all things by your will. They were brought into being and were created. Worthy are you. Is he worthy? Question. Is he worthy of repentance? Is he worthy for you to live and move and breathe? 
in him? Is he worthy the sacrifices? Is he worthy? We've been seeking and believing and expecting the new and blessing on blessing on blessing on blessing and glory to glory and glory. Revival does not interrupt sin. Revival partners with holiness and covenant. Wrong mindset. You think we could just keep on sinning and God just going to move. No, he's going to move on his covenanted people and we going to move into the darkness. He's moving on you so we can move out there. Wrong mindset. You sin, I sin. Lord, intervene. Like if he intervene, it's going to make you stop doing what you're doing. See, he's not going to show up like I show up. He shows up how he shows up on Sundays when we're worshiping. He shows up how he shows up in the car. He's not trapped in this body. He's presence. So you think God showing up looks like he's going to walk in the room and you're going to be like, dang, if you don't notice him now, you're not going to notice him if he showed up looking like me. Because this is what you're missing. This is how he shows up. He anoints us, he lives in us, and he wa- I brought him in today. I don't know if you brought him in, but I brought the Lord in with me today. That's how I'm up here. That's how you see the fruit of this church being built, because he's doing it. Beware of the lust train. It's choo-chooing through the land. It's choo-chooing through the land, and it's coming for you. And let's stop thinking lust is just about sex. Whether it's lust of money, whether it's l- whatever, you lust in video games, I'm, I don't need video games, whatever it is, you need to become un, you need to, you need to, you need to become undistracted. This is not the time. Ah, we're running out of time. If you're not coming tonight, you need to tune in tonight. Give you this scripture, a couple points, I'll close. First John 2. Do not love or cherish the world or the things that are in the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, craving and for sensual gratification and the lust of the eyes, greedy longings of the mind, and the pride of life, assurance in one's own resources or in the stability of the earthly things. You see this. Here's pride. Pride is not like, yeah, you can't mess with me. Pride is, even if you're saved, you depend more on things then you do God. If things get pulled away or you lose it, what are you pursuing? What makes you super happy? Have you ever just been happy off presence? And the world passes away and disappears. See this. And with the world passing away, the forbidden cravings, the passionate desires, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God and carries out his purposes in his life abides in forever. 
So, so doing the will of God puts me in eternal life. There's no better place to be. I don't have to die to enter eternity. All I got to do is align myself with God's will. Yes, I have eternity in the temporal. No, no, no better place. The Lord is calling his children home. Not to die and go to heaven. That's not what I'm saying. He says, abide in me, unite with me, and my words remain in you, and continue to live in your hearts. He says, in his presence is fullness of joy, and at the right hand is there are pleasures forevermore. So when he's calling us home, he's calling us back to glory. He's calling us back to presence. He's calling us back to intimacy. He's calling us back. There's urgency to preach the gospel like never before. I'm going to pause there and pick up there tonight. But you do not want to miss the, the totality of what God is trying to say. He is calling us back to where we be long. Our natural state, when we are in prime life mode, we long for God. Do not let the, des the desperation from tragedy and catastrophe be your why you pursue God. That's the wrong motive to go after God. It's not the same pursuit when you chase God because you need something from him other than him. But when I make his presence my home, I'm not a stranger to his presence when trouble comes. And that's why we all, some of us get to a place of giving up when tough times come and our walk with the Lord and his body is up and down because presence isn't lifestyle. And so it's frustrating when we try to pursue someone we barely know, when we need someone. So when you lose someone, when you get bad news, when, when your, your marriage isn't working, it, it's, it's tough. When before going into the storm, you didn't have a revelation of his goodness. But more than his, you ready? A lot of times we think of his goodness as him doing something good. But more than anything, you need a revelation of his love. Be rooted and grounded in his love. By the end, to the end of today, Love Quest, we are going to be on a higher, I would say, dimension of seeing and understanding. The Lord is calling us lower so he could take us higher. The promises of that king tide is here. But boy, more than ever, we need to enter the ark because there's a flood coming. That's not to be scared. That's not to be worried. That's to be excited. 
And as we'll see tonight, Isaiah 60, he promised us gross darkness will cover the earth. But the glory is going to be put up on this church and all nations. Why are all nations? Why are Ukrainians coming in? Why are people from Af- all parts of Africa coming in? They may think they're running from political trauma and, and, and mess, but no, God is calling them because he's preparing a people to en- help encounter his glory. God's not moving people from all over the world for nothing. Do you see all the development that's happening throughout the land? You really think he's gathering all these people just to find a condo and a program to help poverty? No. God's, we are about to see the biggest revival. And I'm not saying this for cheers and none of that. I'm saying this, biblically speaking, what God is saying and showing, if you watch over time and what he's restoring. And the cool thing about this revival is that the apostles and prophets will be at the head of it. This will not be something just sparked or, 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 or led by evangelists. Or just, no, this is going to be led. It's going to have order. It is going to, we are going to reap the greatest harvest ever that we've seen in our lifetime. And I don't know about you, but I want to be a part of it. I don't want to know nobody. I, I, I want to be a part of what God is doing and about to do. That's what's important to me. Father, I thank you this morning. That our hearts are bent towards you. What may seem heavy, what may seem like a challenge, what may seem like a compel, a call. Lord, before Jesus even took his rightful place, there was a man by the name of John the Baptist. Carried the spirit of Elijah, came in and sang, repent, turn. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. There's always a call back to holiness as we're on our way into revival. So, Lord, I thank you that we do not have to be a generation stuck on who you used to be and who you will be. But we will encounter the glory of God in our lifetime. And I thank you that you are raising up men and women who are willing to lay their lives down so that the world may know you, that Vancouver may know you, that British Columbia may know you, that Surrey may know you. And Lord, we thank you that you are good, you are mighty, you are faithful. I thank you that Holy Spirit, you are restoring the fear of God back in our hearts. Not trembling fear, not 2 Timothy 1, 7 fear, but we're talking about reverence, awe. May we never lose our wonder. And Tonight as we come in, Lord, may we worship you from a place of awe, not familiarity, not a place of this is my favorite song. But, Lord, may your train fill this temple tonight. Lord, what we need is a fresh encounter. What we need, Lord, is to send your people out into the marketplace fresh and anew.
And we promise to bring you to glory, Lord. We thank you for it now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Give God a hand if you don't mind. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's sermon. We pray you were challenged and encouraged. You heard the man. We out of time, but we ain't out of Jesus. So make sure you follow us on all our social media platforms to know what we got going on. That's at LoveQuestINTL Church on all platforms. But you know what it is. Till next time, get your love fixed, man.